0: Nazir Dav Falef, we last started the fourth parakel of Masechid Nazir. If a person heard his friend say he's a Nazir and he said, uh, me too, Resh Lakish explained you could only accept a Nazirut or connect yourself to your friend's Nazirut if you accepted it betokke the amount of time it takes a student to say hello to his rabbi. Shalom aleicharibbi, and since it's only three words, only three uh, people could uh, could uh, latch onto that nezirut, not more. Now, like Rabbi Uda, I want to add one more second for the word vaani, and with that, we're going to start kapalif Alef, four lines in at the end of the line, which says lema ale so it sounds like the our Mishnah helps Reshlakish uh, because it says Misha Amar Nazir. If a prince said I'm a Nazir, Habirove Amar Vani Vaani and his friend heard it and said and Another one said Vani. Also, they're all Nazirim, Vetulo, and no more. It sounds like uh, just two more. That's three altogether, and not four. And Tosfot right away points out you're right there should have been an extra va'ani if we're going according to Rish Lakish but uh, the Hidush of the Mishnah is that even a person number two the one who said va'ani the second one he could also be matriz his Niziru to someone else so there's enough time for that but either way it sounds like the fact that only said Vani twice is more like a shlakish, not like biuda. So the like, gemara says, no, Tanakh, Yerukhla, L'Hashiv, El-Zil, why you want the Tanakh, just continue talking and talking forever, there's no stopping. So he just mentioned two and that was it, you get the point. So the gemara asks, So why don't you just say one Vani, and I can learn the rest of them, I'll understand it on my own. And the gemara answers, You're right. But because the second part of the Mishnah says that if the first one's Nizirut uh, was annulled, everyone else became Mutar. However, the last one was, uh, was annulled, the last one is permitted, everyone else is still Asur, they're still Nezirim. It sounds like there's a middle guy. And that's why it says vani, vani. they want to just make sure that you understand that we're talking about a case of there's a middle one. Okay, so here's the real question. When they latch onto each other's nezirut, is person number five, let's say, uh, attaching himself to person number one, or is it uh, two to one, three to two, four to three, and five to four, meaning each one is uh, latching onto the last one? So, well, what's the practical difference? So, the like command explains to continue latching on and going if you want to say each one is uh, latching onto the last one then must be seen they could continue like this forever and if you want to say they're all latching onto the first one then then more than a then more than uh, three maximum four guys you, you can't uh, no one could latch on after that my so what's the deen so the Gemara says, "Tashema." Look at our Mishnah. A person said, "I'm a nazir," and then his friend said, "Vani," uh, and then another one said, "Vani." The two lomidir only said two, not more than that. Shwami now. What do we understand? That they're all latching on to the first one. And not the last one. Because if you hold that each one's latching onto the last one, then you should say a lot of vanis. And the Gmar says that's not, a, that's not a logical explanation because you want the Tana to just continue saying vani forever, you'll never finish. So the Gmar asks, why don't you just say one vani, and then I can understand all of them. And again, the like answer is like I answered before. I did a katane hutar harishon utrukul. And Since uh, the, the, the end of the Mishnah said, if the first one's allowed, everyone else is mutar, hutar haron, haron mutar, vikulan usur. and if the last one is mutar, everyone is still asur, and uh, for only the first, last one's mutar. It sounds like there's a middle one. That's why it says vani twice, so you should know that there's a middle case. So the G'mah tries to answer the question from a different place. Tashimah. Look at what it says in our Mishnah. If the first one has been permitted, his uh, Nizirut has been annulled. Everyone else is mutar also. Rishon, ha, it sounds like only the first one is mutar, then everyone else is mutar. But if it happened to the middle one, person number three, for example, then no, not everyone else is mutar mina, It sounds like they're all latching onto the first one, not the last one. The problem is, you could always take a look and say, You could always say each person connects himself with the last one. But I did the and since it wanted to say that everyone is Mutar, so you have to mention it that way. Because if you only talked about the middle guy, Ikarishon, de Lomisha, this is the first one that is not Mutar. Therefore, it's just easier to mention the first one. But you could still say that if the middle one uh, his nizirut has been annulled, and the ones after him were also Mutara. So the Gemara tries to bring a different uh, answer to that question. Tashima. Again, we're trying to figure out: is he connecting to the first one or to the last one? Hutara Harona haron, mutar If the last person, his nizirut has been annulled, the last ones Mutara, everyone's still asura the ika Hainabatre because there's nobody after him. but what about the middle one? The ika that there's other ones after him. it sounds like everyone else would be mutara after him. what would you understand? Had be that each one latches onto the last one. But the Grammar doesn't like that because they Malakh You could always say that they're connecting to the first one. haron de And what's the harun that we're saying? Really we're talking about the middle one. We're not talking about the really the last one, not the last one, Mamash. It could be the even the middle one. But I did it Tana Rishon Tana Harun. And since we said Rishon, we also said the word Aharon, but we really mean Him So the Gemara tries to bring another proof. We have a bright, that says straight out, if the first one's been permitted, everyone else is permitted, the last one has been permitted, the last one's if the middle one has been permitted, from him and on him down is Mutar, him and Omalasur, from him up is Asur, Shma Had Havrimat peace what I understand from here that each one latches onto the last one, Shma And what comes out La Lacha that even more than three or four people could latch on to an Ezirut, as long as they continue going de Next, we learned the Mishnah a person said he's a Nazir, and his friend said, my mouth should be like his mouth, my hair like his uh, hair, he is a Nazir. And it sounds like, mishum de Amar, it's because he said, my mouth like his mouth and the hair like his hair, that's the reason he's a Nazir. The problem is, we have a Braitha that says, if a person says, my hand or foot should be a nazira. Uh, law Mark Lume, He didn't say anything, he's not a Nazir. If, he, if a person said, Roshin Nazira, Nazira, my head or my liver is Nazira, nazira. he's a Nazir. He's a Nazir. gives us the, the, the rule, If a person vowed a Nazirut on something that his life depends on, then he's a Nazir. A hand or foot, the person can do without. But a head or a liver or a heart, the person can't do without. So now the problem is over here, he said mouth or hair, these are things that the person could do without. So why is he an nazir? So Amar of Yehuda, no, we're talking about the Amar Haqi. he said it as follows. My mouth should be like his mouth, which is asur from wine. And my hair like his hair, which is going to be prohibited from taking a haircut. On the other hand, the other breitah that we brought, to I mean, Hu, is not talking about a case where a person hurt his friend. It's just a person said, uh, my hand, this should be a Nazir. He, he was not connecting it to anyone else's Nazirut. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, if a woman said, harini Nazirah, bishamah ba'ala v'amar v'aniye. A woman said, a nazira," her husband said, me too. At that point, he cannot annul. And Iba'il Dehu, the Gemara has a question, it's a famous question. We've asked it here, we asked it in the darim. Does the husband annul the vow retroactively From the beginning As if it never happened Or only from here on out And the of asks What's the difference And we explain A woman who vowed to be a Nazira And her friend heard it And said me too And the first husband heard this And he annulled for his wife now, if you want to say that he annuls it from the beginning, well, then woman number two also is mutar because she's connected to her friend and her friend was uh, cut off and therefore they're, they're, not, they're not standing on anything. Now, if you want to say from here on out, then lady number one is mutar, but the second woman, Asira, she's still Asur. So my what would be in the Nafkamina? And there's other Nafkamina if you look at it brings you a case where she already did the and then her husband annulled, does she have to bring a korban or not? But the Gemara brings the following by Tashima. The woman said she's a Nezira. Her husband said, Me too. He cannot annul. And we're understanding he cannot annul because a person is not allowed to annul his vows, his own vows, because Loya devaro. but other people are allowed to do it for you. Now, and if you want to say that the husband annuls from here on out, let him annul for his wife, and he should stay asure And what would be the problem? rather, what do you understand? That the husband annuls the vow retroactively from the beginning and he's not allowed to annul his own vow and that's why he cannot annul and the my answer is no, no, that's not the case. As you could say that he annuls it from here on out. Ubdin really technically he should be able to annul her uh, her vow, her nazirut. And this is the reason he cannot annul. Because Amar La once he said the word it's as if he said it stands for you. Therefore, if he does hatarah for his own acceptance of the vow, then he could annul hers. And if he doesn't uh, annul his vow, meaning he doesn't go to the rabbi and do for his vow, then lo he cannot annul because he. it's sort of like he upheld her vow. So the G'mah brings another proof. Again, the question is, does he annul from here on out or retroactively? So Tashima, we learned in the Mishnah. A woman vowed for, for Nazir, and she separated the behema. This is going to be my korban. Then her husband annulled it. If the animals was his animals. He just gave it her for a korban, and he annulled it. Then the animal goes out. It's holin. It could go regular hang out in the herd like any other animal. However, if the animal was hers, not her husband's that he gave to her, rather it's hers, her own property, then it, if it's a hatat, then it's that the case is tamut, it has to die. I Meaning leave it locked in a room, let it die. Now, here's the here's the on this, here's what we try to be. If you want to say that the husband knows it from the beginning, then even if it's hers, let it go out. Because there was never a vow over here. It sounds like the husband annuls from here on out. And that's why the the animal dies. Gemara says, no. You could still say that the husband annuls retroactively. This is the problem. Since she doesn't need a kapara anymore, right? Now she's absolved of this neder. Uh, she's not in anymore. Hava, this animal becomes... It becomes like an animal that its owner died. A uh, korban hatat, the animal died. And uh, we know that... That if uh, korban hatat, whose owner died, it doesn't need it anymore, then the animal just has to die. Lock it up in a room and let it die. So again, we don't have an answer. So Ligman brings a third... But trying to figure out, does the husband and all from here on out or retroactively... A woman vowed to be a Nazira, and she's drinking wine, she's being metim on purpose. She gets 40 lashes. Now what are we talking about? Her husband did not annul it. Do you even have to bring up this case? Rather, you have to say we're talking about the Hefei that the husband annulled. Now, if you want to say that the husband annuls it retroactively, then am I arba'im? why is she getting forty lashes? There was no vow here. rather You have to say that he annuls it from here on out. The says, no. You could always say that the husband annuls retroactively. But the problem is the sefer says, that if her husband annulled the vow and she didn't know about it, and she continued drinking wine, being intimidated that people, she does not get 40 lashes... So since they wanted to mention that uh, case, then therefore, they mentioned the first case where the husband did not annul that she gets uh, the 40 lashes. But it has nothing to do with uh, is it annulled retroactively or uh, or from here on out. And we're still stuck with this problem, but we'll continue tomorrow. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.